Hello and welcome back to The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment with Gilda and Barbara. We are doing this book study on a book written by Eckhart Tolle, and we hope that you have your copy so that you can follow along. Today we are on Chapter 4, Section 5, Mind Strategies for Avoiding the Now, Freedom from Unhappiness. Who doesn't want that? <laughs> My name is Barbara Wainwright, and I'm here with Gilda Simonet. Welcome, Gilda. Thank you. Well, this chapter is going to be intense, and I want everybody to pay really good attention to each one of the questions that Eckhart is asking in this paragraph. So, Gilda, do you want to go ahead and start? Freedom from unhappiness. Do you resent doing what you are doing? It may be your job, or you may have agreed to do something and are doing it. But part of you resents and resists it. Are you carrying unspoken resentment toward a person close to you? Do you realize that the energy you thus emanate is so harmful in its effects that you are in fact contaminating yourself as well as those around you? Have a good look inside. Is there even the slightest trace of resentment, unwillingness? If there is, observe it on both the mental and the emotional levels. What thoughts is your mind creating around the situation? Then look at the emotion, which is the body's reaction to those thoughts. Feel the emotion. Does it feel pleasant or unpleasant? Is it an energy that you would actually choose to have inside you? Do you have a choice? Okay, those are fabulous questions. If you are feeling any angst at this moment, take a deep look inside and acknowledge it. Focus your attention on it. Is it serving any purpose? Is it bringing something to your attention that you need to be more aware of? What is the purpose of the angst that you're feeling? Take a deep breath. Breathe into the feeling. When you focus your attention on those feelings, you can allow that energy to dissipate and transmute into light energy. Let it go. Imagine yourself being showered and rained on with white purification light allow that white light energy to drip down on you from the universe imagine that white light flowing through your body through every cell every atom of your being this white light is purifying your energy level and bringing clarity and relief to the symptoms that you're feeling that are causing the angst. It's refreshing you, energizing you, rejuvenating you, bringing you back to wholeness, to oneness, to your awareness that you are connected to all that is and that the universe is perfect just as it is. Knowing that this angst that you might have been feeling in the past served a purpose in bringing your attention and your awareness to the present moment. Beautiful, Barbara. Thank you. Eckert continues. 
Maybe you are being taken advantage of. Maybe the activity you are engaged in is tedious. Maybe someone close to you is dishonest, irritating, or unconscious. But all this is irrelevant. Whether your thoughts and emotions about this situation are justified or not makes no difference. The fact is that you are resisting what is. You are making the present moment into an enemy. You are creating unhappiness, conflict between the inner and the outer. Your unhappiness is polluting not only your inner being and those around you, but also the collective human psyche of which you are an inseparable part. The pollution of the planet is only an outward reflection of an inner psychic pollution. Millions of unconscious individuals not taking responsibility for their inner space. Either stop doing what you are doing, speak to the person concerned and express fully what you feel, or drop the negativity that your mind has created around the situation and that serves no purpose whatsoever except to strengthen a false sense of self. Recognizing its futility is important. Negativity is never the optimum way of dealing with any situation. In fact, in most cases, it keeps you stuck in it, blocking real change. Anything that is done with negative energy will become contaminated by it and in time give rise to more pain, more unhappiness. Furthermore, any negative inner state is contagious. Unhappiness spreads more easily than a physical disease. Through the law of resonance, it triggers and feeds latent negativity in others, unless they are immune, that is highly conscious. So a couple things I noted here. Negativity is never the optimum way of dealing with any situation. That is so true. It doesn't help if somebody comes with a negative attitude when they're trying to provide a solution or resolve something. So he continues and says, in fact, in most cases, it keeps you stuck, blocking real change. That makes so much sense to me. It's really important that we dissipate or transmute any negative energy or thoughts that we have, reframe them, rewrite them into a positive moving forward statement. Unhappiness spreads more easily than a physical disease. It's true. You can't see, I guess, viruses or disease that's being spread. The same thing with unhappiness. You can't see that either. However, the energy field or the energy that you put out when you're unhappy spreads. When you come close to somebody, if you're feeling that negative energy and you stand in, the, in a room with somebody, they're going to feel that energy, whether they're conscious of it or not. And right here, he says, through the law of resonance, it triggers and feeds the latent negativity in others unless they are highly conscious. Are you polluting the world? Or cleaning up the mess. You are responsible for your inner space. Nobody else is. 
just as you are responsible for the planet. As within, so without. If humans clear their inner pollution, then they will also cease to create outer pollution. A student asks, how can we drop negativity as you suggest? And Eckhart says, by dropping it. How do you drop a piece of hot coal that you are holding in your hand? How do you drop some heavy and useless baggage that you are carrying? By recognizing that you don't want to suffer the pain or carry the burden anymore, and then letting go of it. Deep unconsciousness, such as the pain body or other deep pain, such as the loss of a loved one, usually needs to be transmuted through acceptance combined with the light of your presence. Your sustained attention. Many patterns in ordinary unconsciousness, on the other hand, can simply be dropped once you know that you don't want them and don't need them anymore. Once you realize you have a choice, that you are not just a bundle of conditioned reflexes. All this implies that you are able to access the power of now. Without it, you have no choice. If you call some emotions negative, aren't you creating a mental polarity of good and bad, as you explained earlier? Eckhart says, no. The polarity was created at an earlier stage when your mind judged the present moment as bad. This judgment then created the negative emotion. And the student asked, but if you call some emotions negative, aren't you really saying that they shouldn't be there, that it's not okay to have those emotions? My understanding is that we should give ourselves permission to have whatever feelings come up rather than judge them as bad or say that we shouldn't have them. It's okay to feel resentful. It's okay to be angry, irritated, moody, or whatever. Otherwise, we get into repression, inner conflict, or denial. Everything is okay as it is. And Eckert says, of course, once a mind pattern, an emotion, or a reaction is there, accept it. You were not conscious enough to have a choice in the matter. That is not a judgment, just a fact. If you had a choice or realized that you do have a choice, would you choose suffering or joy, ease or unease, peace or conflict? Would you choose a thought or feeling that cuts you off from your natural state of well-being? The joy of life within? Any such feeling I call negative, which simply means bad, not in the sense that you shouldn't have done that, but just plain factual bad, like feeling sick in the stomach. How is it possible that humans killed in excess of 100 million fellow humans in the 20th century alone, humans inflicting pain of such magnitude on one another is beyond anything you can imagine. And that's not taking into account the mental, emotional, and physical violence, the torture, pain, and cruelty they continue to inflict on each other, as well as on other sentient beings on a daily basis. Do they act this way because they are in touch with their natural state, the joy of life within? Of course not. Only people who are in a deeply negative state, who feel very bad indeed, 
would create such a reality as a reflection of how they feel. Now they are engaged in destroying nature and the planet that sustains them. Unbelievable, but true. Humans are a dangerously insane and very sick species. That's not a judgment. That's a fact. It's also a fact that the sanity is there underneath the madness. Healing and redemption are available right here, right now. Coming back specifically to what you said, it is certainly true that when you accept your resentment, moodiness, anger, and so on, you are no longer forced to act them out blindly, and you are less likely to project them onto others. But I wonder if you are not deceiving yourself. When you have been practicing acceptance for a while, as you have, there comes a point when you need to go on to the next stage, where those negative emotions are not created anymore. If you don't, your acceptance just becomes a mental label that allows your ego to continue to indulge in unhappiness and so strengthen its sense of separation from other people, your surroundings, your here and now. As you know, separation is the basis for the ego's sense of identity. True acceptance would transmute those feelings at once. And if you really knew deeply that everything is okay, as you put it, and which of course is true, then would you have those negative feelings in the first place? Without judgment, without resistance to what is, they would not arise. You have an idea in your mind that everything is okay. But deep down, you don't really believe it. And so the old mental emotional patterns of resistance are still in place. That's what makes you feel bad. That's okay, too. Are you defending your right to be unconscious? Your right to suffer? Don't worry. Nobody's going to take that away from you. Once you realize that a certain kind of food makes you sick, would you carry on eating that food? And keep asserting that it's okay to be sick. Wow. I love that so much. Because that part right there just kind of reminds me of a time where I really cut off a lot of toxic people from my life. And there would be certain people that were just kind of skeptical. Like, why? You can't just cut everyone out of your life. But it's like they don't understand. These toxic people were really making me sick. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to be around that. For sure. It's very difficult to be around somebody who is unconscious. I have a very difficult time being around people that are complaining because as Eckhart has said over and over in this book, you have three choices. Stay in the situation and accept it completely. Change the situation or leave the situation. So why are you complaining? Do something. Exactly. Oh, gosh. Uh, If you're complaining, then you're feeling stuck. And if you're feeling stuck, then you haven't brought to your awareness that you have choice to move on, to get out of it. To change your mental attitude will change your outward experience. I agree 100%. This is a great section. And in it, Eckhart asks great questions 
I highly recommend that you sit down with this section of the book and look at each one of these questions, especially in the first paragraph that he asks, and see where you are with each one of them. So are you holding on to resentments with what you're doing or who you're with? Maybe it's your job. Do you realize when you're carrying a resentment that you spread that energy to everyone that you are around? Highly recommend take a look at those questions. Kind of a heavy section. At the same time, it's bringing your awareness to the fact that you do have choice. You can make a decision and change anything in your experience that is uncomfortable for you or not of the light. Well, I guess we'll see you next week. (laughs) Hope you have a great rest of your week. (laughs) Bye for now. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to go deeper into a spiritual conversation and perhaps even earn a credential as a certified spiritual coach, we encourage you to go to our website, lifecoachtrainingonline.com and check out our courses or give us a call at 800-711-4346.